Hello, this is Laura Camacho, the communication coach at Nixonian Institute, and welcome to the Speak Up podcast, where we talk about the conversations you need to have in order to reach your biggest goals, to bring your boldest self to work. And welcome, this is uh, episode 67, and we're going to talk about the power of real confidence, a true story. I'm very excited to share this message with you. And I'm going to start with a quote from the Dalai Lama. I love his definition. Self-confidence is knowing that you have the capacity to do something and deciding not to give up. During my years of teaching communication classes at East Carolina University and the College of Charleston, I got to hear many incredible true life stories through student presentations. I have several that still stick out in my mind, including a young man sharing his experience of being falsely diagnosed with a fatal illness, another who failed repeatedly to try out for the baseball team before getting into a game he enjoys even more, which is golf, and a young woman who, out of the blue, had to, had to deliver a baby for her mom's friends. There's so many fabulous stories, so much wisdom that was not wasted on the young. But one story really stands out in my mind to illustrate our incredible power. Here's what happened to this young girl. We'll call her Susie. One morning on Christmas, Susie had her heart set on getting a new Barbie. But not just any Barbie. It was the one, you know, it was like a head and shoulders and you could cut the doll's hair. The doll even came with scissors. It was the last gift that little seven-year-old Susie opened and she felt pure bliss. Barbie's hair went from hip length to waist length to long layers to asymmetrical to shoulder length to china chop to pixie short, finally ending with a total buzz cut. Susie was enchanted and then a little bored. Two hours had passed in her haircutting ecstasy. What next? The logical thing to do, of course, was for Susie to cut her own hair, which she did. She cut layers and more layers and then a little bit more. Some might call the end result massacre with scissors. But Susie knew this was the cut of her life and couldn't wait to show her parents. Little Susie had a hard time understanding why her mother wanted to take her to a beauty salon to, quote, fix her hair. After all, what was there to fix? Mommy knew that Susie would be subject to endless ridicule at school, possibly traumatized for life. Susie knew everyone at school would be envious of her cosmetology savvy and skill. Her friends would turn green with envy. Two different perspectives, right? Who was right? Susie. Her complete and unquestioned confidence in her appearance caused other people to see her beauty. This story was told 12 years after the fact and Susie still has pictures of the haircut. She would never cut her hair again, but she cherishes that memory of boundless self-value. We've all had that level of self-confidence at times, but where is it when you need it? 
Confidence is like a muscle that you exercise. You decide to be more confident, to choose the positive interpretations, to take care of yourself, and then the feeling of confidence comes to you after that. Because confidence doesn't come from the outside. There's no confidence osmosis. It doesn't rub off from your accomplishments like the white stuff that sticks to a bottle after you peel off the label. There is a specific way to grow true confidence. Because confidence, true confidence comes from how you think about yourself. Did you know that the brain is constantly rewiring itself? That's what neuroplasticity is all about. You can use knowledge to grow your brain. Psychologist and researcher Dr. Carol Dweck coined the term growth mindset more than 10 years ago. This concept allows you to train your brain to be a better problem solver by adapting more of a growth mindset. And that's going to affect your confidence. A person with a growth mindset sees mistakes and setbacks as opportunities for learning. Growth mindset means to focus on the process of mastering something new, to enjoy being challenged, and to learn. That means less focus on the result. In contrast, a person with a fixed mindset views her abilities or skills as inborn and avoids trying new or challenging activities or goals because of a fear of failure. The fixed mindset sees outcomes through a binary lens of success or failures rather than seeing an opportunity for experimentation and growth. The fixed mindset tends to focus obsessively on outcomes. You grow your brain's ability by shifting your focus to effort instead of outcome. And that will result in confidence. With a growth mindset, the focus is on the process. Regardless of whether you achieve the goal, of whether the outcome is perfect, be sure to notice what you've learned and how you've grown. You become more comfortable with making mistakes or blunders because you know those are just opportunities for learning and improving. Growth mindset, when applied to your thoughts about yourself, takes your focus off of past accomplishments. Instead, you want to consider what you've learned and how you've grown as a person and a a business owner or professional, or maybe even as a parent or community leader. At the end of the day, growth mindset is true confidence. So here's an exercise for you. Write down 10 ways you have grown personally or professionally in the last year or so. And I'll just share some of mine. I started this podcast. I had no idea how to do that. I started at McSonian Institute a series of free uh, webinars each month. And I kept them really short. I mean, nobody does half-hour webinars, but we do. And they've been really popular. And I wasn't sure about if that would work or how to put it together. Um, I've also become less awkward at my kickboxing. That's my uh, been my workout choice for 2018, and I'll definitely be continuing. And I'm not a very coordinated person, but I've definitely gotten a lot better. I've done almost 100 workouts with them, so I can see improvement. So you think about 10 ways specific skills you have improved. For example, sales or giving feedback, or maybe you've become more patient or compassionate or a better conversation haver. Read over your list and notice your internal state, meaning how you're feeling. Are you feeling proud, strong, or even a relief from negative self-talk? That means your brain is getting more resilient. 
Read over your list frequently until you internalize those accomplishments and your self-talk will improve every time you read it. And that shift in thinking, my friend, is sure to grow your true confidence. So go out there and make your list of the things you've improved upon. Not necess- I mean, if you reached the goal, fine. If you didn't, how did, did you stop eating as many cookies or drinking less wine or getting less upset at your boss? I mean, what are the things that you actually feel like you did progress with? And if you want help in bringing your boldest self to challenges and having these conversations to move you forward, I can help you with that. Uh, just email me at info at or visit the website. There's a whole lot of free resources for you. And the website is www.mixonian. Have a great day. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. 